This is a Capricorn FM podcast. The National Department of Health says it is ready to roll out the vaccination process for educators and support staff. This comes as the country is grappling with the surge in positive cases. We're talking to Deputy Minister of the Department of Health, Dr. Joe Patla. Deputy Minister, good evening and welcome. Uh, evening, uh, evening to you and evening to listeners of Capricorn Good evening, good evening indeed, Deputy Minister. Of course, the government intends to, together with the Department of Education, to start tomorrow with vaccination of educators. What is the latest around that? Is it in is everything in place to be able to start tomorrow or there's still this and that to be sorted out? The program will definitely start tomorrow. As far as I'm aware, there are no hiccups. Our team have been working with, with the Department of Basic Education for some days now, even weeks. Uh, once there was a principal uh, decision that uh, when we do acquire, once it became uh, apparent that we would be able to get at least uh, uh, 300,000 doses of the JNJ vaccine this week. Mm. In fact, the doses arrived uh, late on Thursday last week. So once that became uh, a reality, our team has been working. So it's all systems go in terms of starting with the educators tomorrow. Because obviously I understand different provinces will be be communicating i gather there are provinces that are still sorting out their plans they're still to announce launches that they will have in different areas are you getting such feedback is everyone expected to start or you may have others starting on a thursday on a friday or so on from our side in terms of the health aspect in terms of making sure that the vaccines are ready they are cleared in terms of that they can be used we don't have issues so there might be logistical issues. I mean, um, uh, I'll be joining the, the Houting uh, team uh, launch tomorrow. So that's why I'm quite certain that I, you know, I don't have the yeah. details of all the provinces. Mm. But I know that I will be with the MEC of Houting tomorrow, where the, they will be starting in, in one of the schools in Houting. Mm. But that will not be the only one. So from, from the availability and, and the overall process of how to register and, and so on, all those... Uh, uh, sorted out. There might be some other uh, logistics in, from uh, different provinces that we're not aware of any major uh, hiccup in terms of uh, starting tomorrow. Okay. And uh, when you're looking at um, engaging, of course, with role players and stakeholders, we've had some unions talking about discouraging educators to taking the vaccine or the jab, as it were. Some talking about schools closing and so on. What has been the interactions that you're having with the unions that are recognized? of course, as organizing in the education sector. Any issues that they are raising of concern there? We've been working on this with the Minister of Basic Education and her department. She has assured us that she's been working with all the nine MECs and also I know that uh, without knowing the details of which uh, unions may be not supportive, but the indication which she gave to us was that they had long engagement with their unions. In fact, the reason why we are where we are, I must uh, say that the minister has been really campaigning for the teachers. She's been raising the issue and also assuring us that she's got the support of the teacher unions and assuring us that they will play their role in terms of the logistics where it doesn't need health workers, the teachers together with the officials and teachers and she assured us that in the large majority with the unions are also very much ready to actually give a supportive role mm. in terms of mobilizing and, and working on, on the logistics only where it's health workers who must do the work that's the only time 
they will depend on our staff. As far as we know, you know, they, they, they will, you will never get 100%, but the large majority of major unions mm. in the sector have actually been, with, together with the minister, actually put in pressure to say we need to be uh, given priority. And as you say that, that the minister has been working hard for and working with the teachers, they campaigning hard for the teachers. Uh, the other issue, a call that parents are making, I wonder if this has been presented during any of the discussions, is that also it should be considered that maybe even learners should be vaccinated. Has that featured in any of the conversations before? It hasn't come to us. I mean, there, there, there might be some calls, but remember that our response to that would be that it is not advisable at this stage because mm. even though they are not immune, but the undisputed signs thus far over now we have got almost what 18 months with this virus uh, between 15 and 18 months and uh, all over the world and within our own experiences there are younger people below the uh, 18 and below who have had the virus of course but in the large majority there has been mild symptoms Mm. and the people who are at risk are the ones the adults as you would know 40 and above which is where the teachers largely would be and the learners at the basic education level are largely 99% 18 years and below. And, and all over the world, that's really the last category to be considered when everybody who's at risk, especially the 40 and above, uh, have all been covered. So, and that is because of uh, the experience and the science of how this illness manifests, that uh, the risk of serious illness and hospitalization for the 18 years and below is not non-existent, but it's very, very minimum. Uh, if it happens, we have had examples, but it's not on a large scale like you are 40 and above. Mm. And by the way, Deputy Minister, which vaccine is being administered now and how does that process go? Well, for the teachers specifically, in the same way as with the health workers, this will be the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is a one-dose one vaccine. Mm. Fortunately, after some uh, disappointments where there were problems in the main plant of J&J in the U.S. Those issues have been sorted out, even though it led to a number of doses being destroyed. But the, the issues uh, which which were uh, making it unavailable, as they have now started, but these are doses which were already available, not affected by the issues which were which, which had made it unavailable. That's why they, you know, these are vaccines which were mobilized from various parts of, of the world uh, where JNJ has been in operation, which are which is not affected by those complications. Mm-hmm. So that's the vaccine specifically for for the educators, similar to what what we gave to the health workers. Of course, in the general public, the over sixty, uh, we are still also continuing with the Pfizer vaccine, which is the two dose. So once this one, the three hundred thousand, because it won't cover everybody in the, among the educators and the other key staff, we also will be receiving another consignment. Mm. Uh, sometime by the end of this week, if not uh, maybe early next week, about another 700,000. And, and after that, another 500,000. So we will be able to complete all the teachers with the one-dose uh, J&J vaccine. Yeah, and as we move on from the teachers, there have been calls for others as well to be considered, for the police to be considered. I saw ECD also talking about being considered for the next step and others that also sees themselves as doing very important work. Uh, what, what kind of conversations are happening around that? The plan thus far is that as we complete 
the over 60. Starting with the educators, we are also, there is a work which is carrying on mm. to focus also in what we call the industrial sector, the, the, work, the workers sector. Mm. So there is work going on with the police, with the South African National Defense Force, also uh, correctional services in terms of the, the staff yes. and other sectors. Also in the private sector, there is work which is going on with the mining industry. Some uh, pilot programs have already been started to, to see. There will be further, the most immediate after the teachers will be the security. Yes, uh, okay. Because they are also required in keeping order, including in the enforcement of the regulations, the disaster management regulations. And obviously the situation in Gauteng is very concerning. The third wave, the deputy minister and the interventions that are being put in place. I understand the National Command Council is talking about that as well. Uh, as the government, as, as the Department of Health, how are you looking at the situation in Gauteng? What are you looking at being done to be an immediate intervention of what is happening there? Well, as, as you would know, uh, one of the, the key issue now is availability of hospital beds for people who are getting seriously ill. That is the biggest challenge because every time you see the numbers, you can calculate that at least 10%, if it says, for instance, uh, today's number is just over 7,000 in Gauteng. So you can estimate that at least 10%, mm. which is 700 people out of, if it's 7,000 7, in the province in Gauteng, at the minimum, you can estimate that those to 10%, which is 700 people will seek, will need a uh, hospital mm. uh, or serious treatment. That's the biggest pressure now uh, to make sure uh, that uh, as health facilities get uh, full. Uh, what, you know, we, we are discussing with the province in terms of making sure that uh, beds can be available, uh, the steps in terms of uh, postponing other admissions, surgeries and operations being postponed, making further even where there's been uh, hospital wards, which for one reason or another were not active, uh, acquiring all the necessary equipment, oxygen supply, very key is the availability of health professionals, right. uh, nurses, doctors and other support staff. So those are the things which on a daily basis we are communicating uh, with the province. I will also in the day after tomorrow meeting with the MEC and the team just going through those issues and seeing where at the national level we can be able to mobilize further support. As you know that we have already got the support from the military health services. We are looking at other ways in which the province and, and also working on other provinces to be, to be ready because you see once it's counting you know the mobility. Almost every province has people coming in and out of hiding. Okay. So it's a matter of time. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.